Welcome to City on a Hill's podcast. This week's podcast can be downloaded on iTunes or our media library at chccny.com. Welcome to the battle. So we come to this table, and the first time it was initiated was where? Well, it was at the Last Supper, right before Jesus went to his death. And here we are in the 40 days of Lent, and what we're doing is we're celebrating, celebrating, I shouldn't really use that word, I suppose, but we're walking with the master as he finishes the, now he comes to the end of his ministry. Now, before this time, people tried to throw him off cliffs. They tried to kill him. He could just walk through a crowd and nobody would even see him. But this time... The Bible says that God handed him over. So now Jesus hears the voice of his father. And his father says, no, son, this time I want you to go with him. And so here we have, we come to this table on this journey with Jesus now. And, you know, it's an amazing thing about Christianity. We're worshiping an invisible God, you know, with a... An invisible enemy um, in an invisible war, right? So what are you all doing here? (laughs) I mean, unless God makes the spirit world real to you, the rest of the world thinks we're crazy. That's why it's not information in the Christian life. Life, it's revelation that gets you in the Christian. Unless God reveals things to you, you can never get to God through your mind. And so if you want to get to God through your intellect, you're going to be there a very long time. Jesus had come to him as a little child, didn't he? So I say this morning that we are coming to this part of his walk. And, uh, and let me say this. In case, you're, in case you're interested, I mean, in case you doubt that, uh, well, you have to kind of believe the Bible. Uh, if you're someone who takes the Bible and you believe it, then go to John 13, and John 13 is where they now gather. The disciples are gathering with Jesus for this Passover meal. They don't know yet what's about to happen, and now they're ready to take the. Ta- they're ready to uh, embark on this, and and the Bible says this. Listen to me. And at this time, Satan entered Judas to betray Jesus. What? You mean at this holy time, Satan is involved in this table? What? The holy, one of the holiest moments of the, of the, that you can find in the Bible, Jesus is about ready to give us the Lord's table. And Satan has entered into one of those that are seated at that table to betray him. Welcome to the battle. Because, brothers and sisters, listen carefully to me, please, this morning. I'm going to talk for two minutes, but it's going to be important. The spirit of death came to claim Jesus. Just as he was lifting up these elements and saying, this is my body and this is my bread. And if you eat of this and drink of this cup, you will have life. You'll have life at this table. Because the spirit of death is what was, I I, I said to the church on Wednesday, 
I said, think about it. Think about it. Get this picture in your mind now. See the disciples and Jesus around this table. Look at them in that room. And, and see Jesus holding up these elements of life to you. But see a black, a black cloud all around that table because that's exactly what it was like. There was a spirit of death that came to take Jesus. Now, brothers and sisters, in a few weeks, we're going to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we're going to sit down here. We're going to sing, Jesus was raised from the dead. Hallelujah. And death didn't have any power over him. Yes, we know that death couldn't hold him in the grave. But what exactly is death? Death is, death is physical death is the culmination of everything from the kingdom of darkness. It's depression, it's discouragement, it's sin, it's, it's, uh, you name it. Death comes for all of us. Not just physical death, but we're living in a day. Listen, John Eldridge, uh, Joanne pointed out an article to me some weeks ago, and, and this is what he said. John Eldridge said he was at a time of great spiritual darkness and going through, uh, darkness in his own life and he said this was the end of last year and he said that God revealed to him that there was a spirit of death that was a new spirit of death that had come on the earth and was roaming the earth now that means you know again death in all kinds of forms L- look at your newspaper well, you believe it by faith or not I believe it I believe there's a spirit of death that is roaming. And if the church, what God said to us here two Wednesdays ago was if the church doesn't stand up, and if you personally don't stand up, and if you and your family doesn't stand up, and if the leaders and people in this church don't stand up and say, death, you've lost your power over us, we're not going to have you. We refuse you. We resist you. That's our job, saints. The church is supposed to. Bring the kingdom to a to a dying world that's full of darkness and death. Is there anybody here that's with me this morning? This is the job of the this is the job of the church. This is our job at this table. The one thing you're not to do is come to this table in some empty ritual. Just like oh ho hum, if the enemy wants to do anything, he just wants you to be comfortable in your in our lazy complacent Christianity and have it so removed from my life. It's just something I do on Sunday. This is the most powerful thing you could be doing right now is gathering together with the people of God on Sabbath, coming to this table where there is life in every single form for you this morning. But you can refuse it and you can just go through the empty rituals and it will mean nothing to you. So two more seconds. Let me read you two or three sentences from Charles Kraft in his book called Um, I give you authority. And he says this. He says, communion services can be powerful blessings. You know, the Bible and Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, does not the cup of blessing, is not this the cup of blessing? The cup of blessing. What we don't understand is that blessing is a power. It's just like death is a power. Blessing is a power. And as the church, we have a power to bless. The Bible is filled with examples of people, of of blessing. Remember when Jacob blessed the wrong kid? It was so powerful and so real that they they couldn't even, he couldn't even retrieve that blessing. It was on, it wasn't Jacob then, it was Isaac. It was Isaac blessing Jacob. He couldn't even take it off his son, even though it was the wrong son. Brothers and sisters, 
there is a power at this table to bless. And I humbly tell you that the scriptures, the scriptures, uh, well, let me tell you what our, our brother says. He says this. He says that when there are people who are anointed by God to pray over the sacraments, I humbly say that that would be your pastors this morning, that there is a literal blessing that will come from that table that is real. And he goes on to say, he goes on to say, it was the power of blessing that made Jesus's, what, remember the woman with the issue of blood and she touched his cloak? What is that? Some sort of little uh, magical stuff and we're kind of like, oh, these superstitious little people. No, there was a power in his robe. That's why Paul's, they prayed over Paul's handkerchiefs and people touched them and they were healed. That's why when Peter's shadow moved, people got healed in the shadow of the Apostle Peter. Listen, we've got to understand the supernatural power there is in Christianity. And if you take the supernatural power out, which I think I heard Bill O'Reilly did in his book, right? You take the supernatural power out of the Bible, I'm throwing my Bible away because it's not Christianity anymore. I want to tell you if Christianity is not supernatural, it's nothing. It's not just intellectual understanding. It's the power of the Spirit of God to change things, to change your situation today, to change you today, to change me today, to bring healing and, and bring life to you in every form. But it's got to be, it's got to be you wanting it. Last sentence. Last sentence I'm going to read you. This is, this is our, our brother saying this. I have, uh, he goes on to say, I've seen the elements at the table consecrated with the power to heal and to bring blessing at the deepest level of need. And he said several times when I've not felt up to par, often for emotional reasons, while participating in a communion service, I have blessed the elements myself with the ability to bring me peace. Oh, I don't know if you heard that. You, you really should be excited that he didn't just come up to the communion table and say, bless me. He said, Lord, I bless these elements along with my leaders and I to bless myself with peace. What do you need this morning? Do you need to be released from anxiety? Do you need to be released from depression? Do you need physical healing? Do you need emotional healing? Do you need faith to believe for an impossible situation? Do you need to speak to a mountain this morning and tell it to be gone and cast into the sea? Then I tell us this morning, Church of Jesus Christ, welcome to the battle. This is Lent. This table is a table for battle. Please, may there be no nominal Christians. Maybe get mad at us. I don't want any nominal Christians who say they never heard the gospel in this church. I say the gospel is the supernatural power in the life of believers. And I say today, Father, we believe you this morning at your table. We believe in the power to bless. And we believe, Father, that we've come together on this Sabbath. We're not just anybody. We're people of the new covenant. We're people that belong to you, covered by your blood. And Father, we just lift up the cup this morning to you. And we say, Lord, Joe and James and I, we were then time. We all release blessing right now in this cup to bless the people of God this morning. Father, we just hold up the, the bread this morning. We just bless the bread this morning right now to be just like that 
that cloak, Father, or, or uh, any of the handkerchiefs. They were just material things that were blessed to bring, to, to bring your power. And we hold up this bread this morning in memory of you. And you're, we hold this up and say, you promised us that we would eat this and we would have life. So this morning we run up to this table this morning and we receive life unto ourselves this morning, Father. And we bless you in advance for the miracles that are about to happen in this place. Let's bring the ushers forward. Amen. Reach out to God this morning, saints. Reach out to God. Thanks for listening to City on a Hill's podcast. For more resources, visit us at chccny.com.